to the single track session number 80. Breaking in the next set of 10. Yep. Getting close to 100. 20 more weeks, apparently. If I do my math right. 19, whatever. Good math. Um, yeah, it's with the Troll Manners Podcast. We're here at Bomber Studio. And uh, yeah, we're getting ready to tackle another week of our junk drawer. That's right. I think that's the best way to explain it to people. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like what's going on, what's up. Right. And talk to us. So, uh, so yeah, just recently, we'll start off the same way. Our past episode was on the uh, Antelope Island, the Buffalo Run 25K. Right. As we posted, it did not go according to maybe planned, trying to get a couple people on. Right. Joel wasn't even on, for heaven's sakes. So I think probably our downloads were lower. It was <laughs> like, if it's just Eric, we're, we're out. No. We'll wait till next week. Uh, but yeah, I think things get carried away on race day. You know, right. got, got Jim on there. You were out racing, and then I wouldn't I, call it racing. We're running, I was okay, out there with, running a, with a vest on. Yep. And uh, you know, I was volunteering. I was helping when I could. Right. And so I just kind of got away. Had our tent set up. All the stuff was set out. No one stole my laptop. That's a good start. Trail runners are good people. Yeah, the buffaloes didn't come over and. Oh, that would have sucked. Snag it, you know. It's I don't like, think I think go over and type. I don't have Tatanka insurance. Yeah, send send out their little Insta Kitty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Free stuff over here by this table and ba- and canopy. That's right. Um, but yeah, it was a fun day. It was a nice day out on the island too. Um, it was. I got sunburned just on my face. Uh huh. Because the wind was blowing. So yeah. if you weren't running, it was a little chillier. Like if you're right. running, people obviously came through with salt stains and stuff. But, yeah. But it was a good race. Uh, we'll jump into it. The uh, men's course record fell on the 25k. Yeah. Um, like 136 or 138 that's amazing 25k the dude's fast riley cook yeah i was he came through and someone said he doesn't look like a runner looks more like a mountain guy right old quads you know he didn't look like but that's what it takes yeah but he didn't look because he's like a marathon guy yeah he does well in the road marathons but yeah had a good day fun watching the people come across um i didn't catch you come across i caught the tail end right when you crossed yeah i snuck in I was hoping nobody'd see me. <laughs> well, I missed you. I had my yeah. video camera, and I'm like, "Well, there's Joel finishing right there's yeah. his back, and he just walked across the finish line." So, uh, that was a good day. Met some neat people. Oh yeah, always new people too. It's like we see um, people that we've talked to before, which is always good right. for sure. Um, but like uh, Deb, the one that won the contest oh. for the free race entry, Baker. Yeah, she came over and introduced yeah. herself and said thank you. And she's like, "I love racing, but mm-hmm. I just it, you know, there's so many that it costs a lot, and this is awesome." So right. She was super nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, saw a lot of familiar faces, but met a lot of new people. So yeah. it was kind of cool. I met Travis out on the trail from uh, Idaho Falls. Oh yeah, yeah. That's he, right. He came up behind me. He goes, "I don't mean to sound creepy." <laughs> It's the first thing he said to me. <laughs> I took two steps to my right right away. <laughs> Don't use that in the bar. Yeah. But no, it was cool meeting Travis. Um, good guy. He came down the, the race, the, the Buffalo, because I guess we had talked about it on the podcast before. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, when I met somebody, we, I was standing around as Jim was giving the pre-race instructions. Right. And a guy came up to me, and he bumps me, and he's like, hey, this is your fault that I'm here. Uh-huh. And I looked over, and he's like, yeah, I heard about it on the show. Thought I'd come out, and it was That's awesome. Cool. Yeah, it was super cool. He, he did great. Saw him at the finish. Yep. Uh, did really good. So we're, we're happy to be enablers in any way possible. That's right. And, again, just seeing people out there. Saw a little bit of Trail Manor swag out there. Um, not as much as last year, but maybe right. the next race yeah. with the 50K, 50-mile, 100-mile, we'll see a little bit more. Probably. Hopefully. Hopefully. I hope so. Speaking of swag, we'll get to that later. Um, but yeah, so that was uh, that was a great weekend. Jim and his group, uh, Britta, they do such a great job putting that race on. A little different format, and they nailed it. 
Yeah. Different feel. Different. Yeah. Different feel for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you kind of, I stayed to clean up to the very end and out of there, the sun was still up and right. God, I was like, I don't even know what time it was, but it was early still. Right. Um, for the being out on the island. So congratulations to everybody who ran that and hopefully see more people in a couple of weeks down there. Let's see. What else do we got? Let's uh, jump around a little bit. Okay. Um, Cause that makes it funner. Um, so this week, Friday, uh, Friday, basically oh, yeah. tomorrow when this launches. So this launches right. on the 15th, which is a Thursday. Mm-hmm. So the 16th, which is Friday, March 16th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to be at Amr Sport factory outlet. Right. From four to 7 PM. Yes. And we are going to be uh, meeting people as they register Yes, for the Gib Wallace 4-mile or 10-mile. Right. As well as they can sign up for the Ricky Gates Transamericana night. Yes. Um, so come on out. We're going to we probably have a little bit of swag there. Right. Have um, our new hats. Have We'll bring some of those. Yeah, okay. let's do that. All right, let's, let's do that. Let's bring our new hats. Let's do that. I'll have to remember that because that's not on my list yet. I was yeah, making a list of what to bring. That should be like the t- the only piece of swag we have, right? It should yeah. be the hats. Well, I was going to give away a couple things. <sighs> yes, a couple of older things maybe, yeah. but if you want the hat, the, the best new hat, hat, my favorite hat. It's, by, it's my favorite so far. I love running in that hat. Yeah, looks good. Looks really good. Get yeah. a lot of compliments on it too. You do. Um, so yeah, we're going to be there, and Amr Sport is going to be having some deep discounts on their footwear. I believe. On their footwear, they've already got super deep discounts on their right. apparel. They got a sale going on, but their footwear. If you come meet us, hang out, yeah, register. You got to register to get the discount. You get the discount. Yeah. So you but can't come down just to hang out with us and expect to get the discount. But you still can come hang out. You can. And if you bring if you bring cheese curds, we'll see what we can do for you too. Um, but yeah, we're going to be there. Um, love to see people come out and say hi. Yeah. Um, if you can, lo- if you're available. It. And uh, I don't know, having some be fun, just hanging out in the shop. Yeah. A couple hours, meeting people, mm-hmm. registering people like crazy. Yeah. Hopefully. So it'll be fun. Something new for us, something we've never done before. So thanks to Connor and his team, Brittany, and everybody down there for opening right. the door, letting us do that. That'll be a lot of fun. Because they're such a great sponsor for this they event, are. for sure. And, you know, pretty much everything we do, they're, mm-hmm. they're always on board for it. So um, what else we got going on this um, jumping around like crazy. You brought up an uh, interesting article from AJW. Yeah, Andy Jones-Wilkins. Yeah, so one old school guy. Why don't you go ahead and uh, kind of kick that off? And so, you know, he's a coach for uh, Carmichael Training Systems, and so he probably writes, I think, an article once a month maybe for, for their blog. Okay. You know, he writes a weekly article for um, Iron Far. So this article was on the Carmichael Training System blog, and it basically said, is it time we need to start thinking about having increased cutoff for age groups. So basically the premise was, if you're from age one to 39, you get the standard cutoff. Oh, I thought they'd shrink it. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And then from 40 to 49, you get a little bit healthier cutoff. Okay. You know, 50 to 59, 60 to 69, 70 to 79, so on. And they keep bumping the cutoff depending on what bucket of age you're in. Gotcha. And uh, so he he went through his reasons, and there were good reasons. Yeah, and it made me think. I was like, hmm, I could see that. But then the race director and me said, No way. Yeah, right. Maybe if you're over sixty, bump it an hour. Did he have any cons on there? Just like this is why. I think well, we should obviously do it? the con was, that, you know, the race directors are going to have to put more work into it. Yeah. The volunteers are going to have to be out there longer. He recognized that. He he put that in his article right away. 
And then there was a really healthy discussion in the comment section, which doesn't really happen anymore in blog <laughs> posts, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's right. usually on, on Suckbook. But um, all the race directors chimed in and said, no way. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think that they kind of need to rethink that I th- for those people that are a little bit older, say over 60. Okay. And explore that option of an extra half hour or an hour. Okay, so or it wasn't like deep cutoffs like yeah, two three hours oh man I, don't, I think that that would be kind of hard to do yeah um obviously there was a lot of talk of i let my people start earlier okay well i mean you're really extending the cutoff then you are yeah. at that point if you're starting them earlier mm-hmm. you still have to get your volunteers there mm-hmm. right um or is it because they're starting earlier you're figuring they're going to take longer gets that first aid station and the aid station is going to be set up. But what if it's not set up and then it's a safety issue? Yeah. Right? I think there's a, that just opens a whole box of things. I mean, you just nailed a few of them, but because <clears throat> there's a lot of races we see that you can start early starts. Yeah. Can I do an early start? Squaw Peak is a good example. Yeah. Right. You could start, I think it's, I want to say 3 a.m. I want to say 3 or 4 or something yeah. like that. And the regular start is at 5? Yes, yeah, so I think it is 3. Because it's yeah. a couple hours. I, I think. think it's two hours. But maybe as a race director, I mean, you say, hey, if you want the early start, you have to be aware that aid stations may not be open by the time you hit them. Yeah, but or maybe a liability. You, or maybe you do. Maybe they're early enough that they're not open as long, so you can open them earlier. Right. You know what I mean? Like that first one, say mile five of a yeah. race. I mean, they're not going to be there. That first runner is going to come through. When that last one comes through at mile five, you're you're not going to be there that long. Sure. Right? So maybe if you do open that first couple up earlier, yeah. then maybe it, it plays itself out later in the race. I don't know. Um, but the, the late, I could see, well, cause it's already been done, so I'm not going to, it's not reinventing the wheel, but I can see the extended cutoff for an early start. Yeah. I, as a race director and even, I guess kind of as a quote unquote runner mm-hmm. having the, uh, cutoff later. Right. So it's like the, you, you start with everybody else, but we're, you know, instead of 36 hours, we're giving you 38. Right. That's a, that's a big difference to me, even though it's two it hours, but yeah. you're, you're talking, volunteers start finish yes um i mean mm-hmm. we saw i saw Everything. this weekend at the buffalo run yeah right it wasn't like a cut like extended cutoff but the people that came in late and we'll get to this earlier it, it held a lot back yes and then the finish isn't nearly as exciting for them no it's not you know what i mean it's right so how do you how do you accommodate those slower people that want to race yeah right I, th- I think the only way to me is that early start, really. That might be the safest way to do it, as long as you're going to accommodate them through the aid stations early in the race. And I th- to me, depending on the length of the race, I think it's maybe that first, maybe stretching it to that second aid station, depending on how far along it is, but right. I think maybe the only one you would really be opening earlier would be that whatever that first aid station right. would be. And I'm, I mean, we're, we're ballparking it with every race in the world. Yeah, but exactly. We're... But, I, yeah, I, I think that's a tough one because I think the race – it's hard and harder and harder to get volunteers in a lot of races. You see more it and is. more races saying, hey, last-minute push, we need volunteers. Right. And I think the more you put that much more stress and pressure and right. getting them there for longer periods of time, you yeah. might lose even more. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, there's more races, so they're getting thinner. Right. There's more things going on in people's lives, so they're out of town. Yep. Plus, a lot of them race. Yeah. You know, so it's like, well, I'm busy that I got a long run or I'm running that weekend or I'm oh, racing yeah. or whatever. So, man, that's a good uh, that's a good discussion, though. It yeah. really is. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback, especially mm-hmm. from the race directors and f- even from the people that might take advantage of that extra time cut off. Right. You know, like there might be people out there going, I don't I don't want that. You yeah. Know? 
but there's people I'm like, oh, that'd be helpful. <laughs> For sure. I think that, you know, if you're over 60, that's definitely going to help, right? Yeah, because you see a lot of, it's, I don't know, I, say, I shouldn't say that. I'm not as worldly, but you do see people, they say, oh, I'm, I'm chasing the cutoffs. Yeah. Right, I'm chasing those aid station to aid station. Right. You extend it, I mean, that cutoff will affect every single aid station. Right. I'm thinking about it. It's not just the finish. It's going to affect every aid station, how long they have to be there. Oh, yeah. Especially sure. later in the race. Yep. You know, it's like when that last runner comes through, you can pack up. It makes logistics a lot harder for it, the race director. It does. And, I mean, you mentioned this before we went on the show, and we'll get into it, but you're signing up for a race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? I, I, for sure. And I know where you're going with this. I think if you're from age, you know, say 18 to 60, you should be able to hit those cutoffs yeah. as long as you're in good physical form and you have no um, no ailments, um, no injuries. You should be able to hit the cutoffs. After 60, you can start seeing that decline of performance due to age. Yeah. And, yeah, maybe have a little little leeway there. Maybe a an hour, little hour wiggle worm there. Maybe you let them start earlier. Yeah. An I don't know. earlier. Yeah, I, I just have a hard time with extending it past the normal cutoff because yeah. the dynamic of the race changes. It does. The finish line's not exciting anymore. Well, look at look at the races we've seen in the past years where that person is running in at f- the cutoffs Hard Rock 48 hours and they're coming down the chute at 47.55. Right. The excitement and the energy. Yeah. Now, now what if someone comes around the corner a half hour later? Is right. anybody going to be there? Oh, do yeah, you, for sure. Do that you mean, know if that person is in that category? Yeah. What if they're 40? Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that, I don't know, it just brings up a good discussion for sure. I like the early race or the early start. The early start for the older crowd. Yeah. And then again, um, I don't know, you got to go back. It's a race director's race. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And so what if they say, you know what, we, we appreciate, we understand this, but this isn't a race that's going to offer that. Right. And registering for it, you need to know that. There's a ton of races out there. Yeah, for sure. One, like, it brings up the point you were just about to make. It's a race. Yeah. If you're going to decide to walk the race... You could do that on your own time. Yeah. I'm, I, I feel strongly about that. Well, and especially like we saw, you know, if a short distance race, right, where you can pretty much go aided to yourself. You can so do like it yourself. A, so let's throw out there the Buffalo Run 25K. Right. So it's 25K, so it's 15 to 16 to 17 miles. It's right? 16 and a half <laughs> miles. Is what so, it is. so whatever they pan out to be, yeah. if you're going to walk that far, you yeah. can totally aid yourself. You should be able to aid yourself. Yeah, you should. Now, right. If you're going to walk that far, you know, this brought up a point this weekend is, hey, do you click on your registration? I'm walking. I'm not running. Right. Because that does affect the entire race. It, the the volunteers have to be out there a lot longer. The finish line. The finish line. The Yeah, exactly. But um, I think it goes to a cutoff. If you're under cutoff, though, then you're really yeah. not doing anything different, right? Yeah, and I don't think that there is a cutoff on that one. Yeah. Well, I, think that's, that's, I think that's just Jim's decision not to have a cutoff. Cutoff, okay. Yeah, he's going to stay out there as long as he he wants. Yeah, or but people want. Yeah. He'll be cleaning up by himself, exactly. hobbling around on a bat yep. of Keeley's. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, AJ makes a great point, and I think you might, there could be more stuff like this coming down with as many people that do these and as many right. races as there are. Right. I mean, you could probably find little wiggle room in different places mm-hmm. to either a make the race better right b make the race fit what you're looking for even. right um, but I, at the end of the day i'm a firm believer in and i see people complain all the time i'm a firm believer in it's the race director's race yeah exactly you do not have to pay money to run it i'm sure ajw is really speaking towards 
maybe like Leadville or Western states. Yeah, you know? yeah, I'm sure. I would I would agree with that. I didn't right. read the article, but I just yeah. know an AJW, and then the premise of the article, it does seem like maybe some of those longer ones. Right. But again, I think uh, though, I mean, races like that, I'm sure they're set up early enough. So I, I I'll go back to the early start, you know, and you can decide how much wiggle room you want to give people. Right. But I think again, it's only going to affect maybe that first aid station, and they're not there that long anyway. No, they're not. Because I'm going, I'll, I'll be doing it the smut race, right? The yeah. hundred mile, or I'm at mile five. I don't plan on being out there for more than an hour. Really, yeah. Five miles. The first runner comes through to the last runner is not going to be that five mile five that even if you walk the first five completely that's yeah you know, which that's is not hour probably and a half gonna walking probably you're right so i'm not too worried about those first races i think they could probably do it but again race directors race they yeah. make the call so yeah it'd be interesting to see what everybody else thinks because we do not know all even though we, we we don't we just don't sorry um so this uh this past weekend also um, one of our favorites, or especially one of my favorites, so I always got to bring it up when any time that's going on. Chrissy Mel was mm-hmm. over, and she and I'm gonna I'm gonna slaughter the name, but I'm gonna be the best I can because I've seen some Bruce Lee movies and stuff. <clears throat> Ganglagong, I think that sounds right. Yeah, Ganglagong sounds good. I it's, like it. I do. It sounds like a Godzilla foe. Pretty close, huh? Uh, the Ganglagon Hundred um, was put on by UTMB. Yep. Um, she won the inaugural hundred miler in 27. 19. It sounded like a hard course. It did. Um, it sounded like a hard course. But the thing I have to always go back, if you look at any of the photos, like if you go back and just hit Chrissy Mail on Facebook and you'll see photos, she's always smiling. She looked pretty happy when she was Aid station, this race. finish lines. Yeah. Just, I love those type of photos when you can just see the excitement in people's eyes. Right. Because she was the inaugural winner of the regular UTMB 100, right? Like 15 years so, ago. Yeah. And now she did it at this one. So mm-hmm. she's... That's 15 years of domination that we that we have yeah. numbers for. I mean, it's She's been before solid. that. So that's super cool. And, again, I just go back and see just the faces. Um, you know, the men's winner, same thing. Right. You know, just, just the joy and excitement. So congratulations to Chrissy because she's got she's to come back because this weekend is the chucking it race. It is. It's stacked. Um, big race weekend. Race I still – has got on my bucket list. Yeah, for next year. And uh, hopefully I'll be up in Bellingham in May. Right. Um, so maybe I can get out on some trails to give me a little taste mm-hmm. and to see. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the the race is pretty stacked. The women's race, it's kind of cool to see Ellie Greenwood I saw that on name. the start list. I I'm was like, excited for that's that. That's awesome. That's right? old school. Um, and then there's, like, some other runners, Keely Hanninger, Gina Slabby, Caitlin Gerben. Uh, there's some fa- there's going to be some fast. That's a fast course. I, the, the women's side seems to be a little more competitive than the men. I mean, men's is competitive. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But I think the women's side is going to be more competitive. It, it looks that way by the start list. Yes. If they, everybody shows up. Right. And I think Ellie's a wild card. Oh God, I want her to do well. I want her to podium. That'd be awesome. I, I think she will. Just because who she is. And her. she's been out for a while, so she's probably done things she's the right way. Yeah, exactly. She knows how to race. Um, so it'd be cool. On the men's side, I've already picked my winner. Who's that? Uh, Patty O'Leary. <laughs> Just because that name's awesome and it's... St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be St. Patrick's Day. How do you Day? not win with I, the name like Patty O'Leary? You can't and bet against that. He's fast anyway. He is fast. So, I mean, I'm, he's got my win. Yeah. Patty O'Leary for the Chuckanut. There you go. It's on, on St. Patrick's, Patrick's Day. Day. That name just, it's a killer name anyway, Patty O'Leary. Mm-hmm. Like, I want that Instagram handle just because yeah. it sounds cool. <laughs> there's also like David Laney, David Riddle. There's some fast dudes there's there. Some fast guys. Um, some of those uh, fast, short distance, even some, you know, roadie type guys are there too. So, yeah. 
that's going to be a, a big race. Um, and it's always a fun time. I mean, Christy and her crew do the same thing. You never hear complaints, and they always put on a first-class event. Man. Oh, for sure. They do everything. Yep. Seems like right. And I know for my race directing standpoint, I always look at certain races to see what we can get. Like, right. What do they do? What do they do? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's one of those that definitely fall in that line. Oh, okay, let's jump. Oh, so in this past week, too, we got a great message from one of our listeners. And he says, hey, you should put together for the Beaverhead uh, Facebook event page for the Trail Manners listeners right. so we can bounce some ideas. Eric Furry, I am probably said your name wrong, and I apologize because I do that a lot. Um, but I think it's a really good idea. I'm like, yeah, for you know, I'm, I'm great for having people bounce ideas, especially mm-hmm. a race like that where some people have never been on the course, not sure right. what to expect. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really cool. So we went ahead and made some. So I, we did one for Palisades, Beaverhead, Elva Carroll, and the Bear right now. Right. So there's a Trail Manners event page, and you're more than welcome to jump on there. And essentially mm-hmm. what it is, it's like training, nutrition, yeah, the yeah. race logistics, yep. drop back, anything you have questions on with those races. Mm-hmm. I mean, start posting them because I've seen on some of the pages already there's a lot of people already on them, yeah. which I was surprised. Um, but there's some definite veterans of ultras. Of that particular and race. definite like, veterans of that race. Except for the putts. <laughs> Yeah, there's no veterans there. But the no putts, putts guys are on there. They are on there. So they'll be able to, to chime questions. through. But the other thing it's going to do as well is like give us a chance to make sure that we can maybe schedule the meet up a little bit sure. while we're there. That'd be nice. You know, like if I'm at uh, Beaverhead because yeah. Joel's not going up. Nope. Um, they got a great check-in. We can hang out there. Yep. Even after the check-in, um, you can always go have a quick uh, beverage of your choice. Kind of. Yeah, we did Depends. last year. If they have any last year, they oh, they ran out of the couple of flavors. Out. Yeah, at the one place we went, the only place. Uh, but I mean, even El Vaquero, just yeah. to get your logistics. Hey, we'll be here. Yeah, exactly. Potluck, it want you bring some uh, artichokes and you bring some cheese curds. Cheese curds, and right. you bring. You should probably bring cheese curds. Yeah, and yeah, you bring some. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I think it'll be pretty fun. So check those out, and if there's uh, other races that we are going to be at, maybe we'll throw those on there too. Uh, but we it's need just one for uh, Havelina. You going down there? I I didn't say it was, but I'm just saying we we need one. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I don't. I'm not on the list. We need to plant that seed. Yeah, we do. And I'm I'm so I've got my race schedule pretty well planned out. June's first. Let's see. From May to June, there's nothing. Right. right. I've got nothing. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say nothing. Near the end of June, I do. End of June, uh, you have something. Twisted fork. Yeah. But I'm still f- I'm fencing on smut. Yes. Um, I want to. I'm probably going to go do uh, Zion Traverse in April. Right. Um, but I, I'm just kind of up in the air there. But other than that, I'm pretty set through the year. Yeah. Except for a couple weeks after the bear, I think I'm going to go do the Oregon Coast 30K. There you go. Put on by James Varner and Rain Shadow Running. I've always wanted to do one of their events. Just do it. I love the Is Oregon Coast. That over fall break? Uh, I don't know. October 13th. I think it's before. Oh, it's the week before. Yeah. Um, but I'm thinking about heading up there. I love that area. But mm-hmm. It's a good way to end the race because Bear's going to be my gate, my race, the one I'm focused on the most. Right. Right. Everything leading up to it is good racing. And uh-huh. I know there's a couple I really want to do at, but I think that would be a good way to, because the course looks ridiculous. Okay. So I think I'm still on the fence there. Gotcha. So if you have anything to do with the Oregon Coast 50K or 30K, bend my ear. Why should I be there? Okay. Besides, it's amazing. Right. I, that's pretty, I think that might seal the deal, but. Anyway, so yeah, those are some event pages, so we'll keep an eye out on those. And then uh, we've been working with an individual on some logos. Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun. It has been. Let's, let's, every time I see the name pop up, I get an email from. Get a little excited. So ladies and gentlemen, it's, I'm proud to announce that the Taper Up logo is done. It's not on anything yet. No. Um, but it is done. And I think it's going to make a killer sticker. It's going to make a killer sticker for sure. 
And yeah. it, it, the best part about this logo is unless you listen to the show, you're, well, I shouldn't say that. I guess any runner could technically, but if you listen to the show, it's got some more inside meaning to it. It does. Um, but that one's done. And I'm super it looks pumped. It's cool. And I may have a few extra hats that I'm going to have them tested out on. Yeah. Um, our, our good people at Sign Garage. But, uh, but we also have the uh, Kids K logo. That one's cool. That one is rad. I like that one a lot. My only thing is we got to trim it down for print because there's too many colors. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's like going to be like 10 bucks printing just a shirt. I know, but it looks really <laughs> it looks good. It's so rad. Um, so we really need that kids K sponsor to step up now. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get that going regardless. If we have a sponsor. We're waiting for the logo before we opened up registration, mm-hmm. but we are there. Um, that logo is, is, I think it's done. Kaboom. I think we could use it for at least social media right oh, now. Easy, easy. Yeah. So that, that one's done, but I'm excited to have them both done, uh-huh. especially the taper up one. Cause I think we haven't had swag in our store and just to have a sticker like that even. Dude, that sticker would be cool to just hand out. Yeah, I think we'll do that. So I'm gonna head down to Sign Garage because I got to do some business down there anyway. Mm-hmm. They can cut that out, right? No, oh, that'd be cool. Kind of like the the shape of it. Yeah, it needs to be like oh, we can't we can't be square. Yeah, it might have to be round. I don't know. No, we can we can definitely get um, what do they call that die cut. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some ads on the the Facebook. So you're talking about like the the white ones that you put on your window, or like a sticker sticker, like the ones on my computer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to talk about that some right. more. All right. But yeah, so we're excited. Just another another step in that direction. Um, and, and again, I mean, we know we brought it up before, but registration's still open for both of them. I know. Don't wait too long. We'd love to see you there, especially like, if you don't show up to Ricky Gates night and you have nothing going on, boy, yeah, you're missing out. out. That's going to be amazing. Uh, super excited about that. Um, I'm going to do Strava, and then okay. we're going to do the Woody Footy, Joel's right. Week. So Strava this week, distance was Giff Walters, 99.6. Whoa. Andy Noyes came in at runtime in 26.26, and Aaron Hill likes to climb mountains, 27.585. What? Right? That's a couple weeks Wait, in a row. Is she, is she doing that? Isn't there a Strava challenge going on right now? I think there is. Is there? Yeah, I think so. It doesn't matter. That's still a lot of That is a lot, lot of, of climbing. Holy cow. I think I've done that. Um, I haven't done that in years. Yeah, that's a lot, like period. So yeah. great job, everybody. All right, now speaking of the Sign Garage, since we're going to go visit them, they mm-hmm. are the ones that help us with the Woody Footy Awards. Every week we announce the winner of our favorite photo that you guys post and we're getting more and more new people which i absolutely love because that just means more locations yep in fact someone posted one and they didn't say where it was and it was off the hook cool and i can't remember who it was now but they didn't Mm. post the location but it was right rad um but yeah sign garage is helping us elizabeth and nate they're neck deep they just bought um ducks and and chickens babies they're oh no getting their (laughs) farm going they've got goats yeah they're they're rad um, but they, they got us these hats, and I just went and looked at the hats because I'm rearranging some stuff. We still got quite a few to give away. We do. Give out one a week. And this week it was Joel's turn. So, Joel, yeah. why don't you let everybody know who won this week? So even though he creeped me out a little bit on the <laughs> uh, race, uh, Travis from Pocatello, or Idaho Falls, took a great picture on the Antelope Island 25K course. Um, you get to win this week. You get to win. You get to win. So, Travis, if you're listening to the show, go ahead and... Email me, yes. manners at trailmanners.com. I just need you to send me your mailing address. Right. USPS. I just left the post office just now. Yes. To ship off a hoodie. Oh, right on. Yeah, so we <laughs> only have a couple left. 
Those hoodies are year-round to me. I bet, yeah, for me they are. We have three mediums left total, and we're not Man, ordering more. Size. That's great size. Yeah, and larges are gone. Hmm. I don't know if we ordered other stuff unless they were pre-ordered, but um, yeah, they're all ready to go. So now we're ready for the next round of Ask Trail Manners. Okay. And I, you knew we had three, so that means yes. you got all my emails. I did. I read them all. You read them all. Yep. So the first one, Ask Trail Manners. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this one's I was sent this a while ago, so I wasn't sure if it was an Ask Trail Manners, but I don't know the answer because I'm not familiar. So this is where the listeners have to chime in. You may have some tidbits because of your growing up days. (laughs) Not your growing days, your growing up days. So this one is, uh, I'm traveling from Canton, Ohio to Banner Elk, North Carolina. Oh, I remember seeing this For Memorial Day. Yeah. Do you or anyone you know, which is you listeners, know of any trails I can run near there? Mm-hmm. I'm excited to get some new trails on these legs. Thanks for advice. I'm looking forward, but am unsure if they'd be runnable or not. So if you live in the Elk Banner Elk, North Carolina area, yeah, we've got someone going out there on Memorial Day. So that's, that's next to Boone, and Boone is where Appalachian State University is. There's a crap ton of trails there to, to run on. He just needs to Google that. He'll get that figured out way fast. Yeah. Um, there's lots of ski resorts there so yeah he'll get that figured out um i never ran on any trails when i lived in charlotte there okay yeah so yeah if anybody out there knows of some good ones Mm -hmm. um email me or post it on this uh episode 80 on facebook and we'll make sure they get the information because i Mm -hmm. I love that i'm because i've never been there and i don't know where Banner Elk is joel does he's coming from canton i know where canton is yeah it's a hall of fame yeah it's canton ohio Um, going down Banner Elk. Huh. Banner Elk. All right, next one. Hey, guys, really enjoying the podcast? Got a question for y'all. Yeah. This is a good one. For ultra distances, in addition to bringing regular toilet paper mm-hmm. do, instead of unleaded, right. do you bring any wet wipes? If so, is there a brand that you prefer? So as soon as I read this question, I was like, this is going to be Eric's question right here. <laughs> well... I can answer it. No, this is yours. Or I have, here, you let me take it? This is yours, dude. Okay. I, this is, like, right up your alley. It is, because I do use wet wipes. Yeah, you do. I don't know why you wouldn't use wet wipes. Right. If you had to. And I don't use them every race or every run, but they're always on my person. Yeah. There's been a couple times on a training run I haven't taken them with me, but, you know. And that's when you got the weeds. Uh, and I've the needed weeds. them. Yeah, and, then the I've, and I've needed them. But. Scratchy weeds. <laughs> um. So, yes, I, I actually do use wet wipes. You can carry them in a little baggie. Yep. Make sure you put them in a Ziploc baggie. Yes, a Ziploc baggie. Um, so, yes, I do use those. And brand-wise, you know, I'm not a brand... Loyalist. Loyalist. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at sell prices. Yeah. But since we already have some in our home... You're right. I just take from my home. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. You know, <laughs> um, I think we use the Kroger brand, which is like their knockoff of Huggies or something. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I know there's probably good one, better ones or whatever, but uh-huh. it does the job. Right. So I don't. Do you really, go with scented or unscented? Oh, I definitely do unscented. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And it has some aloe in it. Well, like, so do you think the aloe could be? Uh, do you do you wipe your face? Not after I use the well, wet wipe. I mean, the the ones that are unused. Does that aloe get a little sticky on your face? I've never you used never it problem. on my. I've, I think I've used them after after a race, and I yeah. can't think that it does. Usually, okay. just leaves like little white pieces all over my beard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? It pulls all <laughs> off. But, um, but yeah, I do. I use them for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think for longer races, um, I'll have if I can remember, 
I'll put a Ziploc baggie of wet wipes about halfway through. Yeah, I do that. Yeah, for yeah. for like a hundred miler, if I can remember. I've done that in the past, and uh, nine times out of ten, I don't ever use it. You don't? No. I do. Yeah. I always take them with me. It's always good to have, and I've actually loan, loaned them out. I've given them out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not like Yeah, here you go. You have these back. You can give me the finish. You're yeah. better on mine. Uh, but, yeah, I think they're, uh, they're a must for me. So thanks for the question, Chris. Last one. No, I'm, oh, my no, gosh, we got two we more. We had four this yeah, week. Yeah, we do. I, the one was so short. That's why. Okay, here's one. Uh, Derek and Joel, I am running the Antelope Island Buffalo Run 50 mile, mm-hmm. and I'm really looking forward to it. Would you please recommend some fun family destinations to check out in the greater Salt Lake area right. in the days before and after? Right. My kids are 14, 9, and the youngest is a happy and very loud 17 months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife and I are planning on running several races in your area, completely your show's influence. So thank you. That's right awesome. On. And he's coming to this one because of ours because he sent me an email. Yeah. And we're hoping to keep the kiddos excited about the return visits. Gotcha. Uh, thanks and keep up the great work. Listening to the show on the trails and treadmill has made training much more enjoyable. Patrick Forsyth, Evergreen, Colorado. Right. So we both have children. Yes. Different ages. Yes. <sighs> Greater Salt Lake area fun. I think the first thing that needs to be said is Utah is very family friendly. Yes. There's lots of stuff for the kids to do. Depends on what you're into. It really does come down to that. Yeah. Um, a couple things came to my mind immediately. Uh, the zoo. Yep, Hogle Zoo. And the Utah Natural History Museum. Oh, that's rad. Those two things are awesome. And then depending on the time of year, too, when yeah. you're going to be here. So it's, yeah, I mean, I'm going with the zoo. Yeah. Um, there's the museum. Is it Da Vinci or what's Yeah, it, it depends on what's going on in Da Vinci, yeah, though, right? Yeah, Sometimes could, that can be eh. Sketchy, too. Kind of, but they have like a dinosaur one. That was really yeah. cool. So whatever exhibit they have coming through, that's downtown. Uh, and then there's that... That, that discovery place at the gateway yep discovery playhouse at gateway something or like something that the like gateway that? there's yeah. that um then there's the the, the big the big shopping place next to the downtown area what's that place called city creek yeah city creek. city creek's pretty cool it is cool cool place to hang out got yeah. fish in the little creeks it's a shopping area Steakin creek going through the middle of the shopping area disney store yeah. cheesecake factory all kinds of fun stuff and there and then you can go over to the temple square which is really cool you gotta go see it once it's yeah. really pretty it is pretty it's amazing what they did there um you get close to the race at buffalo run there's layton they've got an aquarium in layton that's really that's cool. right they do um, you can pet sharks yeah. stingrays oh the loveland aquarium down uh, by Ikea. Yeah, that one's So really if you want cool. to go down there too. Yep, so that, that one's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it, so much depends on what your kids like. Yeah, Red Butte Gardens for a little hike through the nature, natural yeah. gardens up there. Utah Jazz game, Salt Lake Bees game, Real Salt Lake games. Yep. Um, Grizzlies games. They got Thanksgiving yeah. Point. Yep. It's yeah, a little that's bit of a cool drive, but there. that's pretty cool because you have dinosaur stuff. If you're up in our neck of the woods, we got a really cool trampoline park behind the mall now. Yeah, behind the I know that sounds mall. sketchy and it is a little <laughs> sketchy, but it's a really cool trampoline park. It's brand new and it's awesome. So, I mean, a lot of it just depends on what your kids are into, but right. there's a I mean, you have a 17 month old, they might go to the trampoline park or yeah, they, they just get a watch. But that, the you older can do, kids, you can do a zoo, you can do an aquarium, right. you can do in the summertime. The we've got all these water parks. 
Farmers um, markets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we have what's that place down there with the roller coasters? Lagoon. Lagoon. Yeah. Come on, you gotta go to Lagoon. Lagoon's pretty legit. Yeah, it is. It's easy to get around. That's the good part. It really is. Yeah. Um, and that's right by right across from Farmington Station, uh-huh, which, which is, is another cool place to hang out. It is. So there's a lot to do, really. Just mm-hmm. it really Ice depends on what you're into. You can go get on. You know. There is some uh-huh. up at Weber State. Yeah. There's up at the U. I think they even have one. Right. Um, but yeah, there's all kinds of Park stuff. Park City, it's got fun stuff. Oh, it's got yeah. the oh, in the summertime they've got the Olympic Village of Park City. Yeah, you can go on the bobsleds, zip lines Zip-line. to the seventeen month old. Oh yeah, they have the adventure thing. That's just, fun. Yeah. I've done that before yeah. with my boy. That's a lot of fun. You can stop in and see Canis at Park City Run Company, and then go over to the Olympic Park. Yep. There we go. I got your your day planned out right there. Jill's a travel advisor. Yes. But the 14 and 9, for sure, we'll have fun on most of it. 17-month-old will still have fun. Yeah. Just a little different type of fun. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe an aquarium type thing would be more their experience or a zoo uh-huh. where it's more per, you know going on. But he, right. there's a lot to do. I mean, there those are, are some for sure. It's easy to go around. It is. You can take tracks even. You could take it's, Ubers. You yeah, can, you have can a, drive. probably have a rental, I'm sure. But it's right. easy to get around. It's not too far from the airport if you're flying in, but you're no. probably driving. That's still yep. easy. Right, so I think that's a lot, and if, and there's probably a more a lot we're missing out on. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, like there's cherry. Just, there's that Cherry Hill in Farmington. Yep. It's a little water park that's good for the little ones. Yep. Right. There's that Cowabunga place down there by uh, Point of the Mountain. Yeah, it's, I don't think it's all the way down there, but it's, it's pretty, pretty getting close. close. Yeah, yeah that's good for close. the older ones. Um, you can drop the kids off at a uh, friend's house and go to Wendover. <laughs> yeah, take the fun bus out the window over. <laughs> There's all kinds of stuff. Uh, so hope that helps, Patrick. If you have any more questions, just let me know. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, there's so much to do. Okay, here's a good one. This is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, this came through on Instagram, so I'm not sure if it's an Ask Trail Manners, but I'll reply to this one, too. Right. I did have a question for you guys with the flu running rampant around right now, as well as the se- as the season kicking off. Do you guys have any tips on how to get back in the saddle after the flu? Especially if you were in like the last five to six weeks out from an ultra. I've been struggling getting back to where I was, and I am sure there are others in the same boat. Thanks in advance for any help or advice that you guys may have. We've all been facing it here, right? Right. I mean, everybody has. Um, I I got lucky this year. I didn't get the full-fledged, I'm going to put you back for a way. Right. However, I have been sick before, like pretty hard. The first couple weeks after coming back, I know have been difficult. Lethargic, your muscles aren't there, your immune system's right. not built. Yep. Um, but I, th- I think it takes a couple weeks, and I think you almost have to toe this fine line to not mm-hmm. push yourself too hard. Yeah. Because then you're gonna stress your immune system and mm-hmm. maybe get sick again. Right. Um, or you'll never like recover as fast. You won't recover as fast. Exactly. Right. So I think a lot of it has to do with knowing your own body. Right. And knowing what you have around you. Right, whether it's like some people do sauna stuff to try and sweat out all the nastiness, right, right. as much as they can. Um, but I think it takes a couple good solid weeks. I'm gonna say four or six weeks yeah. from a flu, from a cold. Yeah, from yeah. a full-on flu cold that could be two bad. Two to four weeks, right? But I know rest helps a lot. It does. Rest. I mean, as much as hard as that is for especially ultra runners, yeah, rest is huge. Eating, make sure you eat right. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of things that can help, but I think everybody just responds differently, right? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think that's kind of it. It's just, it's, it takes time. You're just going to have to be it patient. Does. You can't rush it. Yeah. And you just have to know that, hey, it's going to take me some time before I get into this race. It may not be coming in how I planned. Nope. But I would dare to say that 95% of people I've ever spoken to before a race never say, I'm ready. Yeah, exactly. Right. This training worked out. 
I'm dialed in. The weather's yeah. perfect. Nutrition's yep. dialed. So I was like, yeah, I probably could have done a little more. <laughs> so I think either way, I mean, that's just how it works out. And, you know, I know people that when they get close to races, man, they wear masks. They travel everywhere with masks. Yeah. You know, it's like that extra level of, oh, crap. But once you have it, you just got to know your body. Initially, and when you get it, like that first 24 hours, if you can hit the Zycam, it's going to help. Yeah. It really will help. That's new to me. You got to hit it up and you got to follow the, the instructions on that. And you got to take, whether you take the pill or the little crystals, you got to take it four to six times in that 24 hour period. And it, it'll either stop it cold or it'll make the symptoms a lot less than they normally would be. Less painful. Yes. Lethargic. Yep. Yeah, but that's a good one. I think it just it takes its course just like anything. It owns you. Yeah, I for mean, a while. <laughs> like you said, your immune system and your, your hormonal system have been taxed hard. Yep. It takes a long time to, to get that back up. It's enough. Because even if I mean, you're not eating, no. you should be drinking tons of fluids. Sometimes you just don't. Yeah, sometimes it, you put it in, it comes right back out. Yep. Or the other thing to do is find a good Netflix to follow and oh just my gosh. zone out, yeah, right? right? Godless. That's a Stranger Things. Yeah. Have you seen Godless? Oh, speaking yet. of Netflix, I'm glad you brought that I'm, up. I'm here. Okay, the show Icarus. You know, the Greek mythology, yeah. Icarus flew too close to the sun, so that's the name of this uh, movie. And it's about this cyclist, and I know that we're runners, but you'll appreciate this story. It's this amateur cyclist who's actually a pretty good rider. Uh, competed in this uh, race in Europe called the Hout Hout Route. Okay. And so it's the hardest amateur cycling event in the world. So basically, they take all the hardest stages of the Tour de France and they compress them in the seven days. Nice. And all these amateur riders are riding it, right? They're racing it. So this guy does it one year, and he comes in 14th place, which is good. Dang. Right? He goes, but despite that, no matter how hard I rode, the top 10 guys were always a league ahead of everybody. So that got him thinking, are these guys doping? Uh-oh. And since doping's rampant in cycling, everybody's doing it. Yeah. Nobody's not doing it. He goes, how good can I do if I dope? Uh-oh. So the story is about him. This is a true, like, yes, documentary it's almost? A, it's a damn true story. It shows him going through the same protocol that Lance Armstrong went through. Whoa. And at first you're blown away. You're like, holy crap. I cannot believe how much drugs you're taking. <laughs> it's insane. But in doing this, he tries to find somebody here in the U.S. to help him. Nobody in the U.S. is going to touch this. Oh, yeah. But there's a Russian doctor Uh-oh. that's going to help him. So he develops this relationship with this Russian doctor. Come to find out, this is the Russian doctor that's been in charge of their doping program since the London Olympics. Oh, so he's got some experience. He's got a <laughs> lot of experience. <laughs> so at the same time that he's doing this experiment, the Russian doping scandal is blowing up at the same time. Gotcha. So this doctor is fearing for his life. So this American helps him get out of Russia. Wow. And then brings him to the U.S. And it just follows this whole, it's a two-hour movie. It's okay. great. Is it? I have to yes. check it out. So, so you got to watch it. Icarus. You, you find him on Craigslist or how you find a guy like that from <laughs> Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a really good story. Huh. That's interesting. I, uh, I might tune into that. You should. I've got some spare time yeah. right now. So I might tune into that. Oh, man. So yeah. yeah if, so let's wrap that up real fast. If okay. you have a good show on Netflix, let us know. Yeah, because I just started the, some Jenny Jones or Jenny James oh, or yeah, some that. Marvel one. Yeah. I started that one. Have you? Did I you just, watch Godless? Not yet. It's a good one. I watched Quantico. 
I, I didn't watch that. That was pretty good. Was it? Yeah, it was it was pretty good. Like I didn't I didn't I I, I like the, the characters. Okay. I like when they build characters and you can gotcha. like cool, I like this person. So mm-hmm. Oh I, uh Wind River is another one that was on there. Oh that's a movie. movie. I yeah. saw that one. That's all that was that good. That was that was it's a little gruesome there, yeah. Dan, or they're yeah. shooting everybody. Yeah, that was. That but anyways, was if you guys different. have got a good uh, Netflix uh, movie, let us know, or series. Yeah, I'm kind of into the series thing, because right. movies, that, like, I can't sit for two hours, right? Well, like, with the Icarus thing, I watched half of it, and I came back the next day and watched the gotcha. half. Gotcha. I guess I could probably do that. But yeah. I like, like I got Stranger Things. You told me about that, because yeah. I, I thought it was something totally different, and I started right. watching it, and I crushed those two seasons like <laughs> you know, that. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'll watch another one. It's only like 3 a.m. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got advice now. Um, but, yeah, um, that's it for this week. Again, this Friday, March 16th, we'd love to see you at Amr Sport Factory Outlet between 4 and 7 p.m. Again, just come say hi. If you're already registered, come say hi. Yeah. Um, we'd love to register some people there, and you also get some bigger discounts on some stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, it'd be nice to say hello to everybody and, and kind of pad that uh, start list. That's right. There's some fun to be had and mm-hmm. also for the night to see Ricky Gates. So don't forget about that. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to ask your Trail Manners questions. Other than that, we will catch you next week. And everybody have a safe and fun St. Paddy's Day. And go get them, Patty O'Leary. <laughs>